Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me, as always, are my co-host, Joseph. Hello. Ian. What up? And J.U. Uh, we're going to do a super duper trailer special because in the last like 10 days, the Internet has decided we should release every nerd trailer coming out for the next 10 months. I like Uh, super duper trailer specials since most of these are superhero movies. I think we should coin that phrase. (laughs) Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. You can find us at the real phonies slash teespring. But before we do that, we do have a bit of a casting news, which is uh, Will Poulter. I don't know if I say that guy's name has been cast as Adam Warlock for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. How do we feel about it? He looked as surprised as we are. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I sent it to you guys and the first thing I said was, I mean, this is the guy from War of the Millers. Um, I don't see it. I don't see Adam Warlock with him. I mean, but anyone can get muscular and become, you know, Marvel fit. So maybe he's going to get really big. I, he is a good actor. He's in The Revenant. You know, he plays like kind of the villain in that. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm skeptical would be where I would the best word to describe it. Did you guys know that he's 6'3"? That doesn't track no. for me. Yeah, he's- he- did he he apparently that? could be giant. <laughs> okay, that actually that actually makes it work a little better for me then because I mean, I mean obviously they're going for you know something comedic with this and I and my immediate thought was like well if we're gonna do a, a comedic little golden god man then it should be Zach Efron like Zach Efron would be great at that but if he's tall and he gets in shape I can sort of see where they're going with it. Yeah, I actually think I've come around to it. I saw a picture of him where like he's just sitting around and uh, he looks he looks strangely like Chris Hemsworth in the photo. Like he looked like a Hemsworth brother. And I was like, okay, this guy is more handsome than I give him credit for. He's apparently way taller than I had any idea he was. So if he can put on some muscle and like Ian said, he's been a pretty good actor. Uh, At first, I was pretty shocked, but I've come around to it since then. I mean, definitely, you know. Up until this point, James Gunn's really done no wrong in the superhero movie genre, so I kind of trust him. That's fair. He's earned that. All right. Let's move on to our, God, our super long list of trailers here. Um, DC Fandom was this past week, so I'm going to do non-Fandom things first and then do Fandom things to end it off. Uh, Starting with one that Ian requested and why I have no idea, but... We saw the trailer for the Home Alone reboot, Home Sweet Home Alone. Yay. Yeah, that's a stupid name. Look, I have hopes that this movie will be good. I, I like the main kid. He's great in Jojo Rabbit. Um, I like Ellie Kemper. Um, she's great in The Office. So I think there are people in here that, that could be good. I want it to be good. I don't know. Um, I'm excited for it. I don't know why I'm excited. I think I just have a sweet spot for these movies. I mean, I, th- I think the concept's pretty fun. And honestly, like you said, you know, the, the kid uh, from uh, Jojo Rabbit is the funniest part of Jojo Rabbit. And that's saying something. There are a lot of funny people in that movie. So, you know, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with this. Bring it back. Uh, I was not impressed with this trailer, but I will give the kid from Jojo Rabbit. I, I even watching the trailer I said, I will watch this purely for that kid. I don't know if his name is Alfie, but I'm assuming his name is Alfie. <laughs> you know, I- I'm not a big fan of social media, but, uh, I think one of the worst things they did was Rob Delaney. So, you know, fuck that guy. But most mostly my problem with this is I have no interest. I deny any fucking Home Alone sequel that isn't about 
adult Kevin McAllister being a fucking psychopath defending uh, defending his house in like a diehard style movie. Like no comedy at all. Just fucking the this guy's grown up to be a crazy person. Which yeah, he would I, be. Yeah, and, I, and you said that before on the podcast, sir, and I wanted to reference that because I think that's a great take and I feel like they should make that. <laughs> Not that I don't like this, but I feel like that would make so much money if they could get Joe Pesci and, and McCullough Culkin to come back. Totally. Uh, moving on to Uncharted comes out in February. We got the first trailer this week. Uh, surprisingly, looked pretty fun, right? I mean, I I know I know Hurt doesn't have an association with the games here, but I was bothered by the fact that you know uh, the the first casting that came out of this was Marky Mark as Sully, who's kind of the mentor character, which I was not into, and then Spider Man as uh, Nathan Drake. Who I, I don't I don't have anything against Tom Holland, but it's it's just very different I think from you know kind of the the persona in the game. Uh, but you know what? When they do it on screen, it works. Yeah, I think it looks good. Um, I was surprised at how much I, it it looked true to the games. Like there's an action set piece with him falling out of the uh, airplane without a parachute on that looks super fun, and that's pulled right from the game. Um, it looks like they're adapting you know Uncharted Four, like you know Jones you had mentioned in our thread. Um, all good things. I, I really, you know, my hot take when I said was, I think this is better than Indy five and I'm going to stick to that. Like this looks like this could be the one good video game movie that we've never had. I like to think that they thought about adapting uncharted two, And then they realized that that movie has already exists in it's uh, sky captain in the world of tomorrow. So then they had to do <laughs> three and four. <laughs> Uh, first of all, I love that movie, Joseph. We talked about that movie before. I don't know, but I also love that movie. Uh, yeah, you know, I have no connection to these games at all. I've never played them. Played them. I've seen what they look like, but that's about it. So just judging it as a movie, it looked like a pretty fun movie starring a stumpy man and a stumpier man. <laughs> yeah, I, I my jury is still kind of out on Tom Holland. I don't think he's made a movie outside of Spider-Man that I've actually enjoyed. And Joseph, you said this, and I totally agree. He's got one American accent. He is doing it as hard as he can and as many things as he can. Um, I'm not sure that it's, you know, going to be the best Nathan Drake, but it looks like a pretty fun action adventure treasure hunting movie. And I like those movies. So 100%. And that brings me back to, to Ian's take, which is that this is going to be better than Indy five. And, I, you know, I, I just think it's so hard to divorce Indiana Jones from Harrison Ford because like they're just so deeply intertwined. And I think just the idea of going back to these like treasure hunting action adventure things without having to try and figure out how Harrison Ford or a Harrison Ford like person fits in uh, just brings back the like, I don't know, it, it brings back the fun bits to me. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember when Marky Mark was cast as Nathan Drake. That's how right. long this movie Yeah, fucking about. right. I, I again, I know nothing about these games. And obviously they're they're trying to skew younger here, but literally the only thing I know about it is the Sully character had a mustache. How do you not cast Tom Selleck as that? Considering his you know history with Indiana Jones, like that would have been just great stunt casting. Yeah, agreed. He's probably too old for it, but it, it's dead on everything you just said. Second thing, I guess we have two more that are not fandom related. Cowboy Bebop had its first trailer. Last time we talked about news, I think we talked about the credits thing maybe not yeah. maybe that was just separate either way they released a trailer this week and uh it's something it is 
I didn't hate it as much as you guys hated it. I thought it was fine. I, I still don't know that this show is going to be good, but you know, I don't know. They're they're trying for something. I I, I can. There's not many trailers that I cannot uh, that I'll turn off and just can't get through. This was one of them. <laughs> I, I watched the first thirty seconds. I it seemed like like a YouTube skit to me. Yeah, um, you know, my thing with this one, I didn't dislike it. I was just confused by it. It did not seem like something promoting something. It seemed like a bunch of people got dressed up in cosplay and were showing that they were big fans of something. And I thought they did a good job of that, but it didn't make me want to watch anything else. Yeah, to Ian's point and kind of to Jehu's point, I also felt like it looked real cheap and it didn't look like good acting to me. It looked like if it were like some just YouTube skit that someone had said, hey, we love Cowboy Bebop. Let's make for $10,000 a, a cool YouTube movie for three minutes of Cowboy Bebop, then they would do a really great job. But for this to be a professional production for Netflix on arguably the most highly touted anime of all time, not encouraging. It seemed like it was something made for the TikTok generation by people who weren't of the TikTok generation. (laughs) I can get on board with that. I just, you know, can this won't be the nail in the coffin because somebody's watching them. But can we at some point just put these to bed? Just let anime be anime. I agree. (laughs) Well, I would say that about video games, too. But, you know, you know, whatever. Well, here's the thing. Uncharted is just Indiana Jones. <laughs> right. It's the exact same thing. They just put some different names on it. And it's cinematic by nature. I mean, it, it is a movie that you play. I was pro the remakes and trying it out, but it, it hasn't worked so often that I think I'm starting to agree with you, Joseph. Just let's just put it to bed and, and not try anymore. Yeah. I, I think you guys make a great point. I never thought about it that way, but let's just stop doing these. They never work. Video games <laughs> and anime. Like, you know, like it just does make independent original ideas. Let's try that. Yeah, people just want well, to I mean, let's not get carried away. Hollywood's not ready to do independent original ideas. Just this one ripoff idea continues to not work. So let's just not do it. Except for Speed Racer, which is fucking awesome. Ugh. Amen. <laughs> Uh, the final one we have, which is, I only included it solely so Joseph and I could talk about it, which is the legend of Vox Machina. This is the Uh, most important one. I don't care who gives a shit. Like, fuck you guys. We got the (laughs) opening credit sequence. We also got the release date, February 4th, 2022, which is a phony's birthday, right? Uh, pretty close. Yeah. We're we're close to to two phony's birthdays. birthdays. Yeah. Only one who cares. (laughs) Uh, It was beautiful. It was everything I've ever wanted it to be. I can't wait for this show to come out. For those for those of you who don't listen to every single episode of this show, uh, which I, I, you know, why wouldn't you? Christian and I have been big fans of, of the streaming D&D show Critical Role for a long time. They started Kickstarter two years ago now, over two years ago, that uh, wildly exceeded expectations to create an animated series. It's been a really long production thing. COVID did not help. Somewhere along the line, Amazon picked it up for a whole nother season, uh, and it was starting to feel like it wasn't ever coming, and this trailer was just like more than I could ever dream it would be. It looks so fucking good. It looks exactly like how I pictured things in my mind. I'm so very fucking excited for this. Yeah, you guys have been talking about this forever. The way I know that is how I date things on the podcast. We were talking about this at Joseph's old house, the original (laughs) house. So I know it's been a long time. (laughs) I can't wait for the show. It looks great. It's, you know, the animation is gorgeous. The characters look dead on. Um, I mean, yeah, just everything looks good. It, 
I'm not pleased about the wait and I'm not really pleased at how long they didn't reveal anything, but it, it's nice to finally have the light at the end of the, uh, the end of the tunnel. Also worth noting, campaign three starts tonight. Tonight. That's correct. I, oh, I will not watch it, but yeah, we'll, we'll be missing some of it. Um, when I come home, I'm going to watch the Braves win game five to go to the world series. So oh, of I'm course, watch yeah, any yeah. of it, uh, but we've pitched it a ton. Everyone should try it. Campaign three start tonight. Sure. Uh, but uh, to, to, to the trailer point to how we got here. Also try this series out. Even if you don't give a shit or uh, never want to think about critical role, because it's, it's just, you know, in theory going to be kind of a, I'm, I'm going to say adult aim. That's going to send the wrong message. Uh, but you know, uh, just a, a fantasy adventure animated story that, you know, may not be kid friendly. Definitely will not be. Yeah. They will cuss and have sex in it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll go in on the on the, on the show. That that'll be dipping my toe in the water. I, you know the, what, Ian? I think that's perfectly respectable. I appreciate that effort. <laughs> the cartoon sex is what sold it for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to DC fandom, there was a lot of announcements. I don't really care to talk about all of them. Most of them are actually were not new. They were all things we already kind of knew about. Like for example, we saw artwork for the Blue Beetle movie and for. Batgirl and and stuff we knew about. We just hadn't seen anything of the big things were four trailers that came out. The first one being a TV show that debuts in January. Peacemaker. I like this trailer. I thought it was a fun. I'm excited for this show. Yeah, this looks great. First of all, I think fandom really should have been called fandom colon. We're still doing all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's what yeah. everything was. It's like, hey, here's the thing. We're, we're still doing it. We said we were doing it last year and we're still doing it this year. Whatchamacallit, Peacemaker looks super fun. Uh, you know, I, going out of Suicide Squad, I didn't know if you could make me like that character again as how he ended in that, but uh, but this was pretty fun and pretty likable. The vigilante costume looks really cool. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't wait to see this. I'll probably watch it. Like I said, Suicide Squad was kind of just a movie for me. I, I, was, I don't think I did the podcast with you guys on that. It was good, but I forgot about it very quickly. Never watched it again. I don't think it was like at one of his best movies. But um, yeah, I like John Cena. I wanted to, to succeed. It's just it's a lot of BC characters, which, you know, James Gunn, I know he loves them, but I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I'll definitely watch it. I mean, I'll probably watch it for this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, if, if for no other reason alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, look, I think it looks fine. It doesn't look like it's going to be the best thing I've ever seen, but I do really love the casting. Was it was it Robert Patrick that's Peacemaker's dad? Correct. I fucking yep. I, can 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 Robert Patrick be everybody's uh, older abusive uh, hard ass father? He mostly is. I know. Yeah. I love it. I think it should. He should just continue doing that in every movie for the rest of his life. Did he ever not look like a dad? Did he, did he just come out of the womb looking like a fucking dad? <laughs> Dude, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's fun. John Cena is just so likable in the role. That's the really the big selling point 100%. for me. And he's he's just a blast to watch on TV in that in that role. Uh, we saw our first. This wasn't really a trailer. It was kind of a behind the scenes though of Black Adam with to, The Rock. To 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 Hurt's <laughs> point earlier, you know that uh, it should be. What is it? Did you say DC fandom? We're still doing this. Yes, yeah. uh, absolutely I, applies. Here. There, there's a part of me that feels like the Black Adam thing is just an extended dare that we don't like. We're not really on the inside of that joke, but and it just keeps going on. Right. Like at some point, they're like, I guess we have to make something so that it looks like we're doing we're making a Black Adam movie. And that was this. Yeah, this shit looked 
like an infomercial. It wasn't a fucking trailer. Like it was The Rock just just up there. It it, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it, it looked like I was supposed to try to get nine other people to sell Black Adam. Like it looked <laughs> like a, a a pyramid scheme. It was it was such a sales thing. Mostly, I just think The Rock must have Yes Man working for him because if you had anybody with a backbone, they would have said, "Hey man, you could just do Namor, and it would work." Like, instead yeah. of trying to make this work, you could just do Namor and it would work. And it would be exactly this thing, but better. I had a more positive opinion of this, I think, than you guys did. It, there's not much revealed in it. You don't see anything. It's mostly, hey, we actually did make this movie and it will come out eventually. Right. Uh, but the bits we saw, I thought were fun. Um, you know, him just electrocuting the guy till he burned to a crisp. I thought that was, I'm excited to watch that. And mostly because I want the rock to be a bad guy again. That's how his career started. And I feel like he was good at it. Uh, and I, I feel like he'd be better at it. Now, this also seems kind of like, um, just full career fulfillment after, after the Scorpion King. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Do you guys really think the rock will be the bad guy in this movie? Oh, no. No, no, no. I just <laughs> yeah, think he will uh, murder people. That's, oh, okay. that's yeah. kind of my yeah, problem. Is, like you said, I'm okay with The Rock being a villain again, but I want him to be like a villain villain. And right. this, he's going to be like a sympathetic anti-hero, and fuck that. Well, and also, I'd like for him to be a villain where he could do the things he's good at in being a villain, which is, you know, banter and shit like that. He's not going to be able to do banter as the fucking Black Adam. I would like this a lot more if he was the villain of Shazam 2. And, yeah. uh, you know, th they're separating it, cause it and it feels money-grabby to me. You know, yeah. the only positive I got out of this is Pierce Brosnan is going to be great, you know, as Dr. Fate, right? I totally agree. He looks great, too. That goatee was sexual <laughs> for me. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, a good, he, he's still a good-looking man. I mean, he is James Bond. For sure. I will uh, say, just, just a quick poll before we move on. What's what's the general feel on the movie Scorpion King? It's not, fun. Not 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 the not his turn as Scorpion King and Mummy Two. The actual movie Scorpion King. Man, I you know what? I can't remember a goddamn thing. Oh, about I, I also it. watched that movie. I think it's pretty I, fucking fun. I, yeah, think I remember being forgotten. cheap but fun. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm positive I watched it, but I don't remember one scene from it. I think he bones a desert witch in the bathtub or something. I might be misremembering that. <laughs> He and Michael Clark Duncan have a sword fight and their swords break because they're so oh, fucking yeah, strong. Yeah. I like great. this movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. let's move on. The next thing was The Flash. I guess this was a trailer. This I, was a trailer-ish. Uh, well, um, well for, not necessarily for The Flash, but for the for the movie titled The Flash. Yeah, that's, what I, that's the big thing I got out of this movie is they have no trust in Ezra Miller as a lead actor. I don't think they have a trust that Ezra Miller is not going to be canceled next week. <laughs> this movie is, look, hey, we have other characters too. There's two Batman. There's Supergirl. It's, yeah, I was not impressed with this. I You know, I, I, I was against it in general, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe they should just put a Batman in every movie, regardless right. of what the movie is. Right. Like, we don't we don't trust anything to stand up on its own, but look at Batman. You love yeah. these. You know, it just fucking, like, it looks like they're doing Flashpoint, and my God, is that a shitty fucking story to be receiving its third fucking adaptation. It's just weird Flashpoint as, like, your first Flash movie. You know what right. I mean? That's what, like, that doesn't make any sense. I think yeah. you're right. I think they don't trust Ezra Miller and they don't trust the flash as a character to carry his own movie just in general. I don't think, and you know, I think 
this will be cool because I want to see Michael Keaton again. I think that's what's kind of drawn me. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah. But uh, you know, just show us Michael Keaton in full Batman gear. Yeah, show yeah, us yeah. the Batmobile. Don't tease that shit. Yeah, that that's that was the other big thing is we know like Hertz said this in the text. He's it and we know he's in it. He's talked about it in interviews. We've seen set images. For you to like just tease Michael Keaton is real dumb. It's way bigger of a sell for me to see Michael Keaton. Yeah, I don't know. This I, is. I, I, th- I think he'll be in it a lot. I don't think Ben Affleck's going to be in it a lot. I, I think it's going to be more Michael Keaton. The, oh, the for vibe. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael. The rumor is Michael Keaton will be like the Batman going forward. But I also don't know that I believe that either because we're getting three Batman next year. We're getting Robert Pattinson and these two dudes in this movie. And then the rumor is there's going to be another one in Batgirl that will be a fourth person cast in the role. So, uh, and there's a Batman on Titans. Yeah, he sucks, but yes, there <laughs> yeah. is. He's there. Jorah Mormont as yeah. Batman. Yeah. And that brings us to the last movie, the Batman, <laughs> which I hope, I don't know how the rest of us feel, but I hope we are the lone dissenters, this podcast, on the rest of the internet, because I did not enjoy this. I didn't enjoy this either. It, it, it looks off. I, I, there's something about it that just, I don't like it. So I've been really trying to think of how I will explain how much I disliked this trailer. And uh, there was this guy I used to know. I'm just going to say that his name was Jeff, not because that was his name, but just because he was a fucking Jeff. And uh, I knew him back when I was living the life the first time at like my old theater. And he was like a Batman super fan, uh, or at least like he thought he was. What he really was, was he was fucking garbage. Uh, You know, he was just a rich kid, who always talked about how he'd played football, but, uh, you know, you could tell he wasn't ever very good at it. He always talked about how religious he was, but you could tell he got that just as wrong as he got Batman. And I just avoided talking to this kid like the plague because I knew that he was going to want to talk to me about his love for Batman. And one of the reasons I've never really thrived on the internet is I actually don't like correcting people. I just rather let people just go ahead and be wrong. So I didn't want to correct this dude, but I knew if I ever talked to him, it was just going to be so dumb that I had to say something. So finally one day he got me cornered and he started talking to me about how much he fucking loved Batman. And uh, it was just awful. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. And I was just glassing over and right about the point I had completely zoned out. And he was like, you know, man, and the thing I really love about Batman is that, you know, not, you know, he's not like those pussies like Spider-Man and Superman. He'll just fucking kill a guy. <laughs> and I and I was, you know, I tried to be as nice as possible. I was like, no, man, that's really not true. Actually, more than any of those characters, the point of Batman is that he doesn't kill. Like, if he kills, he's a lunatic, just like the people that he fights. He really has to not kill. And this guy just did not like that opinion at all. And when I was watching this trailer, the main thing that was pissing me off is how much that guy just fucking loved this trailer. (laughs) Well, uh, you know, the thing is, it turns out DC thinks this guy's right. (laughs) Right. Obviously. This, This is the first Batman movie that I think is made exclusively about Batman movies. Mm. You know, I don't think there's any sort of, I know Numb Nuts referenced year one in that behind the scenes thing. I don't think anybody in this has ever cared about any source material. This just looks so much like the Nolan shit. Why did we even reboot it? Why didn't we just 
keep doing shit in the Nolan verse. That's what fucking blew my mind when he's like, nobody's done year one. I was like, bitch, that was like 2006. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. yeah, I don't know. They really want you to know he's bulletproof in that fucking trailer. That was my first thought. And he just seems angsty. He seems like an emo Batman. I, I think I don't like I don't like his the Bruce Wayne impression I'm getting more than I even don't like the Batman. The Bruce <laughs> Wayne just he seems very like pale, like you know, he doesn't go outside and he just like stays in his basement and plays video games when he's not fighting crime. You know, I don't know. There's just something about it that I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big Robert Pattinson fan. I know you guys are, you know, I, I did come around to the casting, but I don't know. There's just something you about gotta it. You got to watch it, Good Time, man. Yeah, I know you. you guys You guys are higher on, like I said, I did come around, but man, I there's something about the look or like the makeup, something about him as Bruce Wayne that I really don't like. This I mean, is this is the first Batman who I think could be cured with meds. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't need justice. He just needs a, a pill regimen. That's a good point. I, I will say Colin Farrell as Penguin. I would never have recognized that nope. guy if I didn't know it was him. Like, that's crazy. That's actually the thing about this movie that I dislike the most is the cast is pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. I just wish they were in a better movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think this movie, I think the cast is great. I thought the cinematography was really good. Like, it looks like a well-made thing. It just looks like a thing that's not made for me. It also just, again, looks so much like the Nolan movies. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It 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 definitely rips off the realism. And I and I told you guys, I want campy Batman. I want shit that is not believable at all. Right. And people just don't. I I guess I'm alone in that. Like the general audience wants hyper realism, hyper violent Batman, and that's just not interesting to me. You know, another thing with their hyper realism, though. You know, Ian brought up the walking through the wall of bullets. There's no body armor that lets you do that. Yeah. Well, I, those I are the trailers. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like angry about it for, for, for like a day or so. We'll watch it for this podcast and stay tuned for that upcoming episode of Real Phonies. You know, I know you guys criticize me all the time for being a Patriots fan, and by that I mostly mean a Tom Brady fan because I've lived my whole life without ever like knowing what it's like to lose. <laughs> Um, and I feel like being a DC fan is kind of giving me that experience because every time they make an announcement, I'm constantly like hoping that, okay, this is, I don't think this is going to be the thing that's going to be it, but I think this is going to be like the slight turn in the right direction. And every fucking time I'm wrong. And then I'm like, all right, two more, three more years until we get to fucking try again. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i like matt reeves too like i love that second apes movie that shit's awesome yeah and it's just i i don't know it just he seems like he got it wrong i could be you know maybe we'll be surprised at least our expectations are all gonna That's be true. Low our expectations here. are low <laughs> i do i like i've liked matt reeves up till now too but i was mad about the trailer but when i watched that behind the scene shit of him talking <laughs> i i just wanted to kick his ass <laughs> And that's the news. All right. Well, cool. Thank you for the, the trailers, Christian. What have we been watching this past week, guys? Uh, I'm going to start off by saying something Hurt and I have said a lot on this podcast, which is Ted Lasso's fucking great. Everyone should watch it. At this point, if you're not watching it, I think it's because you're sexually attracted to self-harm. You are just depriving yourself from not only the best show on TV, but the best show on TV by like a really wide margin. Like just makes everything look like, why am I even <laughs> fucking watching this shit? I have, 
I have watched seasons one and two twice or season one twice this year. I've only watched season two once, but I will watch both seasons one more time before the end of the year. I'm sure of it. The only good thing about that Batman Batman trailer is after we watch it, Joan sent me a video of the Batman trailer done as Ted Lasso. And it was the best thing that happened to me. <laughs> there's particularly a part, there's a, there's a headline uh, on a newspaper in the show that's caught, that is Panic at the Lasso, which killed me originally, but it's placed really well in the trailer. Loved it. Yeah, it's great. Everyone should watch it. Can I, yeah. can I tell you? I have. <laughs> I've, I've finished uh, season one and we're like, the wife and I are on episode six of season two. So next Dude, week, you powered through it. Ne- awesome. well, it's, it's fucking easy as shit to power through. But I, I, <laughs> next week, I'm prepared to talk more about it. I don't know if we want to wait till Ian gets all the way on board through peer pressure. Ian, yeah. peer pressure. You're being peer pressure. <laughs> I, Susie wants to watch it. So I could probably watch some. We could talk about it next week. Susie will Perfect. love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's super positive. Um, that seems up her alley. <laughs> the the only other thing I watched worth talking about is I've said on at the start of the pandemic I read Dune the first time a couple months ago I was like you know I didn't I got this new movie coming out there's parts of it I still didn't like quite get it's a real dense book I'm a dumb person uh, I'm gonna read it again before I did that though I thought I should watch David Lynch's Dune and I was like no 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 don't do it read the book so I finished the book like last week, two weeks ago. And then I totally forgot about it. And then this week we got Dune coming out. I was like, fuck, I got to watch this movie. So I decided to watch, it was finally time to watch David Lynch's Dune. And that was, it was an experience. I'm so excited to hear what you think about this movie. And I'm double excited to hear what Joseph thinks about it. Cause <laughs> I want to know if it makes any sense at all to anyone who hasn't already read the book. Yeah, so I would say my quick review of it is, number one, Dune is such a dense story. There's no way you can include everything. But man, this takes out, I mean, the entire middle is just gone. Right, right. And things happen out of order. And the the casting is weird. Uh, (laughs) Patrick Stewart as Gurney is... I love Patrick Stewart. Star Trek is the show I talk about the most on this podcast. He is awful in this movie. Um, and it's, it's not really his choice or his fault. I don't think he was a good choice for the part. Uh, the other thing interesting to me is like Leto is, is not at all how I like he's in the book. I get the impression and her, you can correct me if you feel differently. He's, he's, he's like, he loves Paul. He loves Jessica, but he's also kind of cold and he has right. aspirations of greatness and, he knows the threat that Arrakis holds and he takes it anyway because it's a stepping stone uh, to bigger and better things. He goes with the intent to recruit the Fremen for his aid and benefit. This guy is not that at all in this movie. <laughs> he really, you don't really get much of a sense of what he is, except that his, his accent is vaguely German. <laughs> yes. It's also interesting to me that David Lynch made it way grosser than I ever got the <laughs> It's not surprising for that guy, but like, for example, his version of the Navigators, I don't even think you get like a physical Navigator character until like Messiah of Dune. And it's not, I mean, they are mutated humans, but they aren't like fish humans with bee right. mouth things spewing, you know, spice out of like, and he opens with that. Like, I don't <laughs> I mean, know. I'll- I was going to say that's the weirdest out of 
out of order thing is, is they essentially open with the biggest reveal of the story of what's yes. really going on with the space guys. That's um, very strange. It, th- that part's really weird that they open with that. Cause you're right. That, that is not something you find out immediately. Like we find out right off the bat. Listen, and when you read Dune, you know who people are because you have the inner voice. I don't think it works in this movie. It actually makes me nervous for the new film. I don't know that it's going to work for that either. Okay. So that, that is a part of the book is kind of the, the, uh, the thing that was, was throwing me the most off. And there's a lot of things to be thrown off is the voiceover shit in the David Lynch one. But is that yep. like part of the book? Yep. Every, every, people have this inner voice thing and Ooh. you can like pick up on it and stuff like that. And uh, it doesn't it does not work well in the film. I've talked well, enough. Joseph, give us your perspective. I, mean, weird, look, I would say the ahead. weirdest thing about the inner voice. I just wonder what that would be like if you were watching it in the theater for the first time, because it didn't throw me off because I was watching it with captioning on. But without captioning, it's very unclear sometimes whether they're speaking or not. Look, I, I watched this for both because I felt like I needed to. And because I was like, I thought. I know Dune is dense, so maybe if I just have like a primer, I will understand the new one better because I'll have some like base reference. Uh, and I don't know if I accomplished that. I do feel like I didn't spoil myself for anything because I didn't understand a goddamn thing that happened in this movie. Uh, it, it definitely falls into a category of, of movies that uh, I, I classify as, I can't believe this was made after Star Wars. Just because, I, I don't know, like... I know sci-fi is pretty hard to pull off and, uh, you know, particularly with the practical limitations of pre-2000, I guess. Uh, but fuck, nothing looks good here to me. Uh, the the worm looks pretty good. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, it, it does, it is steampunk porn. It's, it's some kind of porn. Right. It's very like steampunk meets alien. If if you like non-traditional fluids, I think this is for oh, you. God. <laughs> you say steampunk. There's definitely a point where they're just walking down some stairs at one point and they're and you're like, hey, those are just stairs. <laughs> like those aren't there's aren't any sci-fi way to traverse this thing. They're just walking down stairs. You you mentioned Star Wars, uh, Joseph. Do you know that David Lynch was offered Return of the Jedi before he took this? I did not know that. He did. He 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 was offered to turn the Jedi and he said, no, I want to try to do my own thing. And I really do wonder if this movie would have been a success if David Lynch would have been the same dude, because before this, he had done, you know, a Razorhead, which is the weirdest fucking thing on Earth. But he had also done man, the Elephant Man, which is, you know, obviously has a weird looking person in it and is in black and white, but it's a pretty straightforward movie. So, like, this was him really on the fence of what he was going to become. And also, David Lynch's favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. And, man, can you see that in this? Mm, yeah, yeah, but, uh, but it's a strange, strange movie. I'd say it's probably the most interesting failure of all time. <laughs> and in a lot of ways, is more interesting than a lot of movies that succeed. I mean, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you that I dislike this movie mostly just because I didn't feel like I was understanding as anything that happened at any point. Right. So, like, I, I don't even think I could process whether they were doing a thing well or not. Uh, I'll also say this: uh, uh, Joseph doesn't really like the cast. I'm I'm pretty fond of this cast just because it's such a who's who of like the first generation of actors who would succeed on VHS. <laughs> you know, like. Fucking Virginia Madsen and Sean Young, you know, just everybody in this just really were guys who 
really got seen by people the first time on a VHS. Yeah, I mean, to your point about casting, I said this in the text, and, and I want to throw it out here. I, I'm a Brad Dourif super fan. I love okay. his episode of X-Files might be my all-time favorite episode totally. of X-Files. Uh, the guy's freaking Chucky. He's Wormtongue. I mean, like, he has the best roles in not, like, terrible things, because none of those things are terrible, <laughs> but they're... They're they're so specific things like there's uh, there's nothing else like the X Files or Lord of the Rings or Chucky like it's just these totally like isolated franchises and he's a part of them and he's really good in all three of them and uh, I did not know he was in this movie but it makes so much sense <laughs> that he would be in this movie. <laughs> right. God and man, did they really go for a swing for what those guys looked like? Yeah. Yeah. Those eyebrows are something serious. Yeah. I, I also think that maybe David Lynch's main direct to uh, direction to every person in this cast was just speak weirder than the last person who spoke. <laughs> it's a fun uh, party game. Yeah. I do. This movie did make me realize something that I had not been paying attention to in the trailers uh, for the new one. I know we, you know, we all know that do at least will be a two parter, if not a three parter. But, uh, Paul's sister is in none of the trailers. Um, so yeah. I think the movie will end fairly quickly after Leto dies. Yeah. I think it, I think it ends when they, when he meets up with the Freeman is what I think. I feel like we're going to get some of that. Yeah. But yeah. It won't be right. much. Yeah. I think, I think that they, they said Zendaya has a very small part. So that like, I think it's going to end probably with them meeting her kind of thing yeah i think a lot of the stuff we've seen of like the battle set pieces and stuff like that i think those are paul's visions yes that's a good yeah and you will probably see a lot of those people in the visions that's 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 a good call one last thing i'll say say about <laughs> this and this may land with nobody but uh, but uh i think what represents the conflict of this movie mo most is that the music was done by Toto, Toto. and Brian Eno. Dude, yep. I love no it doubt. so much. Like, I love that. I can't think of two more disparate things than <laughs> Toto and Brian Eno, you know? I had no idea. And then I see the opening credits and those two names pop up and I had tears of joy. Right, right. I have long this a known fact on this podcast that I am a Toto super fan right. and I didn't know this. Ex this was a thing and I am so happy that it is. <laughs> well, I don't know where you guys would go with this, one, but I'd still call it better than Transformers, even though it is a mess. It's worse than Transformers, but the story behind it and everything that goes on in it and just for its place in in pop culture history, that is better than Transformers. I think it's worse than Transformers just because at least I know what's going on in Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really glad you watched it, Joseph, because that's been, really been my big question since I watched it, is if someone who's never read Dune watched this, does it make any sense? And I guess the answer is no. It no, not, not, a, not a lick. I do. Okay, well, we got to move on. But I do <laughs> want to know, did you, could you tell that Yui was the was the traitor like did you because to me it wasn't super clear in the movie i knew it because i know who i know the story but you're supposed to know that i don't right. know who the fuck that is Dean the doctor Stockwell. yeah y'all i don't i don't i watched this movie an hour ago i don't fucking know anything that happened in this movie <laughs> sure. 
Well, to Hurt's <laughs> point, it doesn't make any sense. You know, what's funny is my father-in-law never read Dune, loves this movie. One of his all-time favorites. I, I, I have a friend who's uh, Andy B. He's a super fan of this movie before he ever read the book. He also really enjoys hallucinogenic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, join us next week when we talk about Dune More. 2021. Yeah. I'll go real short on what my watching is because there's not a super about to say about this. I watch Halloween kills uh, better than transformers. Hmm. Um, I do think it's funny how in the last one, they really did so much work to just cut out all the shit in the middle where he had become a supernatural unstoppable killing machine and just sort of restored him to being a guy who just kills for unstand a big, strong guy who just kills for reasons you can't understand. And this one, man, they just shifted into overdrive to get him back to, he was a supernatural killing machine. Uh, one thing I will say about it, the, the experience of watching it reminded me a lot of watching uh, sort of like when I watched Watchmen and then right after that watched Umbrella Academy season two, where it was just two things trying to make the same point And one of them did it a lot better. This was sort of the same thing. This movie was trying to make the exact same point as black mass. Black mass just did it a lot better, but still worth watching. All right. Yeah. I, yeah, I can go quick. Um, I actually watched the first Halloween, the original, cause I want to watch that. Then the 2018 one, that Halloween kills. So I think I'd seen the original once before, but a uh, long time ago, and I like it. I, you know, I don't really like horror movies, but I think this one, um, it works good. I, you know, it's interesting to see all the how like the horror movie tropes originate and not be tropes, and you could tell that this was like the genre, like what started it. You know, hmm. and he doesn't kill a lot of people. Um, he only kills like three people the entire yeah. movie. But um, yeah, I'm excited to watch the next two, and I guess they're gonna do one more. So yeah, better than Transformers. That's pretty much all I got. You know, that OG was, Halloween movie is incredible. It's one of my all-time favorites. It still I love holds the score up. also. Like that piano oh, yeah. score, mm-hmm. like it's well, you know, J- you know, Joseph, you said the James Bond theme. Like I'd put that Halloween theme right up there. Like it's it's iconic, you know, you know what it is. It's simple, but it's great. I love it. And it's real fucking effective, man. Mm-hmm. It's a creepy song. Uh, you know, I was about to bitch that, hey, we didn't even do the screen trailer, but you know what? That movie doesn't come out to January. There'll be another trailer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that it? That's all I got. All right. I don't have any new shows, I don't think. Again, I'm, I'm watching Ted Lasso, but I'm not finished with it yet. We'll, we'll do it as a, a whole unit, I think. Uh, the only one I'm going to mention is a show I just finished, uh, which was an anime called Sunny Boy, which uh, is made by the same guy who made One Punch Man Season 1, a couple other like very good anime. It was It's an original project, uh, and I, I had been scared off it for a while, uh, because I had heard it was kind of dense. And now that I have watched it, I can safely say it is absolutely impenetrable. Uh, <laughs> I understood less of this anime than I understood of Dune. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. Like, it's one of those weird things. You know, I, I have a whole category of, of movies and television where I don't know if it was good. I don't know if I liked it. But I can tell you, but by the end of this, ep- the, the final episode, even though I understood at max, at maximum 40% of what was happening on the screen, uh, I still like it, it affected me. Like I felt something. So I like, I don't know. I don't know how to classify things like this. Uh, so this is, this is actually a recommendation. I don't even know if, if my buddy Drew still listens to this show, but I know you don't watch anime, but I know you like artsy high concept uh, impenetrable things. This is the fucking anime for you because 
I fuck. I don't know. I don't think it's it's even possible to understand. And I don't know if that's the point. Anyway, Sunny Boy. Eh? I don't know if it's better or worse than Transformers. That's it. Yep. That that was the least what we're watching any of us talked about. Well, to be fair, we spent like fifty thousand minutes on Dune yeah. nineteen eighty four or whatever. I was, right? I was about to say, except for the fact that we talked an hour about Dune. Yeah, we so, did a whole podcast about Dune. We did. I could have talked more about it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, that it's it's literally one of those things I could talk about all day. I'm fascinated by. It. <laughs> anyway, so next week we're going to talk about Dune more, but the new one with Timothy Chalamet and some other people. So join us next week for that. Uh, hopefully it will be a more cohesive experience. We'll find out. <laughs> It'll be an IMAX, if nothing else. Right. Uh, so oh, then- I thought you were talking about our podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he's right, but he didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> uh, so join us next week for that. Uh, in the meantime, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, go see Dune. Uh, either one. The, the uh, old one is on HBO Max. They really want you to see it, I guess. The new one will also be on HBO That's Max. That's also true. I was about but... to say, I, actually, both of them are on it. <laughs> there are not many people that make me go to, to an IMAX theater, but Denis Villeneuve is one of them. So, yeah, join us next week for that. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Real Phonies, and on Instagram, Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our, and Brian Velasquez for our theme. And we'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>